All right, let's get into it. MER and ROAS is so what is MER and what is ROAS? We know ROAS is basically a return on ad spend. I spent this much money and I got this much money back. How much of the pie do I deserve credit for? And MER is basically the same thing, but done at a bigger level. So how efficient were we in relation to how much money do we spend and how much money do we make? How much revenue by spend does each channel deserve credit for? So where MER and ROAS really begin to break down is no two customer journeys are the same. Some are weeks long, some are decades long, but no two people ultimately get to the point of deciding to make a purchase or take an action in the exact same way. So the second part where this begins to break down is that no two days, weeks, or months are ever the same when it comes to business goals or revenue or even efficiency by channel. So now we have to get into what does this mean for us? Well, MER and ROAS lack actionability. There's no insight when it comes to four very important decisions that we need to be making as marketers. So the first thing that isn't included is cost. How much does the product cost to make? What about how much does it cost to ship to the customer? What about the taxes or fees on that? What about the overhead for our business? None of this is included, but it's vitally important. Second piece that MER and ROAS completely miss is the revenue floor. How much money would have come in today if we did nothing? Is it $5? Is it 50,000? Is it 5% of our overall revenue or 80% of our overall revenue today? That number, not only is it not accounted for, but it changes every single Day. The third part where this begins to break down is that MER and ROAS does not include LTV as a piece of context for the information. How much of that revenue is a brand new customer giving us money for the first time versus somebody else coming in and maturing their LTV to a projection? How many of it is a whole bunch of people in completely different parts of the journey? 100%. What this really means is every single day, the makeup of how we're getting that revenue in relation to where somebody is on a customer customer journey maturing to an LTV changes, which means we no longer can look at any one day or week or month with having any comparable information to any other day, week or month. So how are we gonna plan any action on it when every single data point has completely different content? Now, the last thing I wanna address here before we get too much deeper in how to solve this problem is that MER and ROAS doesn't take into account what our business goals are. Q1, we might be trying to maximize customer growth. Maybe Q2, we're trying to maximize profitability. Maybe Q3 is just trying to save as much revenue as we possibly can so by month four, we can run at the razor thin margin to acquire as many new customers as possible. The problem is every one of those data points that we talked about before, costs and LTV and our revenue floor, not only do they make up different percentages, they also have a different weight in relation to our overall business objectives. So the fourth problem with MER and ROAS, and believe me, we're gonna get to the fix here in just a second, is that it does not address our changing business needs. Sometimes we're gonna be wanting to maximize profits. Sometimes we're gonna be wanting to maximize revenue. Sometimes we wanna absolutely protect all of our money in cash flow. Other times we wanna maximize the volume of new customer acquisition. The point is, because our business goals change periodically, sometimes by week or by month or by quarter, that also means that the make up of people that are coming in with their cost and their contribution to lifetime value and their contribution to the revenue floor and where they are in their customer journey changes. Which means now in order for you to put in the context that MER and ROAS number, you have to account for all of that. And remember, no two people are the same. How the hell are you gonna solve that problem? Well, the simple answer is you can't. So MER and ROAS are 
So let's get into the fix. I just wanna take a quick second here and say, first off, I know you could be doing literally anything in the world right now and you've chosen to invest the time by listening to me to help you help your business and your brand and yourself and your future and achieving your dreams. And for that, I wanna say thank you. Not only for your time, but also for your trust. It would mean the world to me if you hit like and subscribe to the channel, ring the bell so you don't miss anything else. If you have any questions or you wanna poke holes in what I'm saying, or you just want a big show of support, drop it in the comment section below. Every little bit that you do helps me so much. That being said, Let's get back to it. All right, so we've established that MER and ROAS are complete nonsense. So what are you supposed to do? What's the fix? Well, it's PSM, Profitable Scaling Margin. So first off, what is PSM? It's LTV divided by the sum of COGS and CPA for everything in that customer journey. Basically, what we're measuring here is what is the overall revenue upside for every single customer that we get. What we're doing here is measuring the actual customer value of each customer journey, which is infinitely more important than stroking the marketer's ego or saying, well, how good are we do today with information that lacks any context and is completely inactionable? No, PSM is actually the most important equation when it comes to growing your business and tapping into geometric growth. Let's get into it. So let's give two examples here of how to apply PSM and maybe the insights should be dramatically different than the ego-based version of ROAS or MER. So customer profile number one has an average CPA of 30 bucks, a COG of 18, an AOV of 60, and an LTV of 130 with two and a half purchases in their journey. Now, if we look at ROAS, we made a 2x return. However, if we look at PSM, we actually have a 1.08, meaning that on the ROAS, the marketer ego side, we doubled our money, hooray! But when we actually look at what happened, we're making eight cents on the dollar for each one of those customers that we acquired. So customer number two has a CPA of 22 bucks with a COG of 18, same product, and the AOV on that is $20 with an LTV of 150 bucks with an average of three purchases for the customer journey. Now, if we were to look at this with ROAS, we'd say, well, that's a 0.9. Like that's, that is not good. But if we were to look at PSM, we'd realize every time we spend a dollar to acquire that customer, we make 20 cents back. 20 cents versus eight cents. Now the PSM of the second customer is 1.2. And why that really matters is customer number one, ROAS of two, PSM of 1.08. While our marketer ego is, hooray, we doubled our money. We actually made eight cents on the dollar. Customer number two, we lost $2 on the acquisition of that customer, but actually make 20 cents for every dollar we spend acquiring them. One of those things will dramatically improve the bottom line for the cash flow and revenue and the growth of your business. The other one has a ROAS of two. What we really need to understand here is there's a massive difference between acquiring a profitable customer journey and making a profit on day one. Remember we had the conversation before about hunters and farmers. It's actually found in this video right there. All right, back to it. So wrapping this all up, ROAS is telling us how much should we stroke the ego of the marketer. PSM is telling us how much more money could we spend to acquire this customer journey. One of those things will massively scale your business. The other one is ROAS. The beauty here of PSM is that instead of building our business off of stroking the ego of a marketer with ROAS or MER, we're now understanding how much more could we actually invest in the acquisition of any one customer at a total loss. Customer number two, we could spend 12% more money to acquire that same customer and we'd ultimately net out at the same exact overall value. 
The difference is when we spend 12% more, we're gonna get more emails. We're gonna get more searches. We're gonna get more visitors and revenue from a bunch of other places because Facebook is amplifying the existing business model. So we're not gonna lose all of that money. And as soon as that customer comes back and buys a second or third time, because remember, now we're focusing on PSM, which means we're focusing on second purchase rate. We're not focusing on ROAS and AOV, we're focusing on cash flow and profitable customer journeys. We're focusing on growing the business instead of stroking our ego. Now we can geometrically grow our business. Because as long as we can even break even or come close to it on day one, by day 30, 45, 60, when that next purchase happens, that's a whole bunch of free money we can invest in acquiring more people. And I know you might say, well, I can't do that LTV of the 60 day style business. Great, wait 61 days. Now you don't have an excuse. I see so many people say, I can't run on PSM. I can't run an LTV business. We're not even talking about LTV here when it comes to second purchase. It's a cash flow projection. LTV of 30, 60, 90 days is not lifetime value. That's how long does it take to accrue more revenue? And if you can even just break even with cost of goods and everything else on that first sale, when that customer comes back and buys again, you can invest 50% of that in acquiring new people. Do that 10 times, do that 100 times, do that 1,000 times. If you can increase your budget by 2% a week, by the end of the year, you will have tripled the growth budget of your business. If you've been stuck at 500 or 5,000 a day, understand the only thing holding you back is ROAS and MER. If you focus on PSM instead, next year at worst, it's gonna be three to five times better. That's a phenomenally better place to be. That's how I grow brands by five, 10, 20 X on a regular basis. There's a reason why I'm on my fourth brand in the last five years that I've taken from mid six, mid sevens to a nine figure run rate in less than two years. Under Outfit did 200,000 in revenue in the month of January in 2022. In 2023, we're doing a million a week. That matters. I know you found this information valuable because you're still here. And honestly, I've been teaching this forever. I know this will fundamentally change the future of your business and your ability to not only chase your dreams, but ultimately also to create jobs and opportunity for other people. That's what we're doing here. We're creating success. Now, if you want to amplify that and get there even faster, my suggestion, check down below, you'll see a link to Disruptor School. You get a weekly class from me every single week, plus access to our entire ebook library and all the masterclasses that you see on disruptorschool.com. And if you want to throw a nuclear bomb on your backyard fire, check out the Facebook Ads MBA program at mba.facebookdisruptor.com. Not only do you get nearly a dozen courses with frameworks and executional pieces and me to guide you from step A to step Z on how to make an eight figure business from a dream. You also get a great community with lifetime access and weekly classes with me every single week that are deep dive lessons and Q&A, plus access to the entire archive of everything that's ever come before. This is an asset that appreciates and as you grow, your ability to apply the information will grow too. So once again, thank you so much. I can't wait to see you next time. Until then, I'll see you on the internet. By the way, YouTube thinks you might like a couple of these things. Don't forget to ring the bell. See ya. Bye.